This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcast and other student work at garnetmedia.org. Welcome to this month's episode of 1801 Live. I'm Emily Dangler, Student Body Vice President, and today my guest is Hetty McGray. She's with the If You're Reading This Chapter at US, of USC. We're going to talk a little bit about mental health awareness and what their chapter is doing towards that. So Hetty, would you like to introduce yourself? Awesome. Hi, I'm Hetty McGray. I'm a senior here at USC. I am the president and chapter founder of If You're Reading This here. Um, we're the fifth chapter of If You're Reading This across the nation, so we're super stoked to have such a strong launch so far and see three more chapters launch with us. Um, so we're really, really excited to be on here today and really excited about where it's going for South Carolina. So great. So for people who haven't maybe heard of it, what would how would you describe like what If You're Reading This is all about? Yeah, so if you're reading this, I kind of like to explain it, at least this is how I explain it to my parents because they're not very tech savvy, but it's kind of like a blog, if you will. Um, so everyone is like can read what other authors write. And so basically we get letters from faculty, staff, students, athletes, like actually anyone that's involved in the South Carolina community. And uh, we have them publish their letters, obviously, with their consent. We take a portrait of them to attach with the photo so that their words kind of match up with their face so that if you see them on campus, you can be like, hey, I read so-and-so's letter last week. It really helps me. Like, It kind of builds more of a community and shows a way that you have a friend wherever you go on any corner of campus, but also that you know, you're never struggling alone and that somebody out there probably has gone through something similar or can relate to something you're going through if you are going through something. Um, so it's been really incredible to see some of our students step up and be leaders and be vulnerable and share their stories and their thoughts on mental health. And it's not necessarily if you've gone through something, but also we want to have positive notes on different forms. Like next week's letter is about student leadership and knowing that everything is for a reason and where you're meant to be in life is intentional. And so it's been really awesome just to have different perspectives shared for the whole community. And people can click on it, submit their own letter through the website. They can look at other chapters at different schools and maybe see their friend, um, which is actually how I found out about it is a dear friend of mine at Georgia Tech posted her own letter. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. Like, I wonder if we could do that here. So it has a huge reach wherever you go. And it's just been really incredible to see that so far. So that's how you, I was literally just about to ask you, so you first heard of it because you saw your friend doing it? Yeah, so she posted her letter on her Instagram story, and I was like, oh, like, that's a cute picture. Like, oh, that looks kind of cool. I wonder what this is. And, you know, it took me the whole website. At the time, they were up at Georgia Tech, Villanova, Clemson, and Boston College, I believe. Um, and so I just kind of clicked through there. You know, I saw some of my friends at Clemson. I saw some friends at Georgia Tech, and I was like, wow, well, like, that's really neat that people are just vulnerable and it wasn't anything her letter specifically wasn't anything super serious it was just kind of about how she experienced this change from going to a small hometown to going to a big college and not that it was a rude awakening but that not everything was sunshine and rainbows for her and that she met a lot of other people that were doing a lot more than her and it inspired her and all this her whole little story with that um so I actually read that in line with my roommate to get vaccinated back in <laughs> April. And immediately I was like, should I text like the website and see if we can do that? And she's like, yeah, like, what do you have to lose? Like, worst they say is no. And I was like, okay. 
and within a week I heard from the founder of the organization um she went to UVA and started it started at UVA sorry but um we just found it through there and kind of snowballed into everything it is today what was like the process to get it up and running like did it take a lot of time was it kind of easy um so the founder her name is Alexandra Patel Pentel and she is still working with every chapter she's in med school right now um absolutely killing it but it was so cool to see like she kind of just emailed me she's like let's set up a zoom call a little interest meeting um and then it just turned into a series of zoom calls and set up processes so it kind of it was a little summer project for me um and it honestly was a little bit difficult at first because you know you don't really know where to start you don't really know where to go but one by one people were interested. I started talking more and more about it. And I got a lot of help from a lot of my close friends and a lot of encouragement from my family. Um, they're like, just go for it. Like, this could be really good. Worst comes to worse. It, it doesn't take off. Like, at least you tried. Um, and so the process was, it was a slow roll over the summer for sure. But once, you know, school started back up, like we hit the ground running. And now we're at the point of where we're forming our teams. We've got 40 people that want to get involved and that's so great. Yeah, I know. I'm really excited about it. But um, yeah, it was slow at first, but definitely picking up now. So what are your plans coming up? Like for now, like how many do you release? You release a letter every week? Yeah, so we do a letter every week if there's not like a holiday or fall break or something going on, um, just so we can space it out as much as we can. But we try to do one every Monday or Tuesday at the beginning of the week. Um, and so people can just kind of expect it weekly or bi-weekly depending on what's going on um, but we've got 10 authors this semester so just enough to do pretty much every week yeah that's great what would you like say to students who are interested in getting involved within the chapter I would say just kind of look at the website first kind of read the other letters and get a feel for not that every story is, needs to be the same or what, you know, the subject matter is on, but kind of like if you're comfortable sharing your own story and that's something you wanted to, then obviously we'd love to have them go through our submissions portal or email us or DM us any way to get in contact. Um, and I always tell people like, I'm, I would love to sit down get coffee, chat with whoever and just, you know, get to know that person. And if they want to open up and share their story and put it on our website, like, it's open to whoever, and that was kind of our biggest point coming into it. I don't want it be, to be, you know, specific for seniors or specific for Greek life or specific for these organizations. Like, we want it to be everybody, every corner of campus, no matter if you're on your seventh year here or you're freshman. Like, we want everyone to know that they have a place and know that their perspective is just as important as everybody else's and that there is no value in any experience more than the other. And so just keeping it really, really open um for people to come on and come forward I would say just let's talk it's kind of the whole goal for us it's just opening up that conversation I think that's so great like at the end of the day everyone here is a Gamecock we're all a huge family so helping each other out and getting those familiar faces on campus they might not be in your typical like friend group or where you normally hang but seeing someone knowing like oh like I kind of understand them while we might live in different circles we are similar when it comes down to it Absolutely. And it's definitely one of those things where it's just my dream come true would be for somebody to walk in class and have a really bad week and see the person on their left and be like, oh, I recognize them. Like I read their letter and then they start talking, they become friends. And it's just a way to know that, like I said earlier, no one's ever by themselves, but 
just that it really also embraces that community aspect. And I feel like South Carolina has always been really, really different from other schools. It's what made me want to come here. I could tell that everybody is just like a family. And even on my tour, the thing that got me to come to South Carolina, the tour guide was like, if this is your future home, let me be the first to welcome you home. And just that word of home, family, community, like that kind of network is something that if I could have a fraction in building, then I would call it a success. So that kind of like friendship and knowing you're not alone, is that one of the factors that kind of like drove you to like keep working and like get this chapter built up? I think so. I, I feel very fortunate because I have found myself in such a beautiful place in the last four years of connecting with people who, you know, we share the same values, whether they go to South Carolina or not. I've got family that love me and support me. And I've always been really embraced with positivity my whole life. And so I've always kind of taken on this mantra of like, if I can share it, why not? Um, and so I would say what kind of keeps me going is the people around me. Um, and just, I was talking with my mom yesterday, actually, and growing up my whole life, like I was always like, just be positive, like things will get better, like just keep chugging along. And I know that that doesn't necessarily work for everybody else, but it works for me. And I got it from my mom because her uncle wrote a book um, called like The Power of Thoughts and Words of Positivity. And, you know, she grew up hearing that, reading that book, and she always kept it with her all her life. And so kind of developed onto me. I try to pass it on to other people, at least just a little bit. Like, but sharing is caring, if you will. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> but it's definitely the people around me, the friends and family um, that have pushed me forward. I feel like if I could give back a little bit, then, again, that's my personal mission. That's so great. If you could kind of imagine maybe this time next year I know it's sad to think you won't be here probably <laughs> but what would you like your kind of like hopes for like the chapter to be I just want to see it keep growing keep pushing forward I'd love to see more freshmen get involved and I know it's kind of daunting and scary because it's you know sharing your life story with the world or sharing your thoughts and opinions and your words are powerful and I think words are more powerful than a lot of people think um they probably underestimate themselves and so I would just say these stories to keep rolling in to you know just see it grow we want to start hosting events and on campus I don't think I'll be able to see that in my time here but hopefully you know the next people will carry that on so just growth and opportunity is probably what I'm hoping for in the next year that's so great so would you say like one of the goals of this is just kind of like to destigmatize mental health oh absolutely of the letters absolutely and I think just coming back from, you know, the, the craziness of the last year and a half, we're obviously not through all of COVID yet. I think people went quiet and it, it got easy to fade out. And I think at a big school, that's already easy enough because there's so many people you can just blend in. You can just kind of hide if you have to. And that's, it's a scary thought to think that being somewhere so big makes it easy to lose yourself. And I find that if this organization can be one pocket of campus that some of those people turn to, then at least we helped one person, at least we helped two people. And I think this was the time to do it because I know the switch to online and then back in person and back online and back in person, just the back and forth and not knowing the uncertainty, at least if we could have one platform that we could guarantee someone would be here for somebody. I think that this time coming back from COVID was the most important time to implement that kind of idea. So yeah. I would I would say that just knowing that people aren't alone and that there's always somebody in your corner. 
I think that's so great. We've been on like a roller coaster ride oh the past God. two years and probably for a little while more. So it's nice to like know that like that chapter will always like be consistent. And if there's a COVID world, if there's not a COVID world, like you can still like do that job and have that like safe space and like outlet for students to go to. Right. And the great thing about also this being mostly an online platform is that if we do go back under lockdown, we can still keep rolling and still try to support people, whether we're in our houses or we're out and about wherever it is. I just, I like the thought of knowing that this is always accessible on your phone, always accessible on your computer. And we're not trying to replace any like therapists or form of therapy, but just knowing that, Hey, we're available. Come chat. Like somebody's always on their phone somehow, some way. Um, I think that's a really interesting and flexible dynamic that we bring to the table. Yes. What do you think has been like your favorite part or favorite like memory so far from doing all this? I think the initial telling, specifically telling my roommates what I was doing um, for me personally, when I was like, yeah, like we're going with letters live. Um, and just like, it, it got so much real, like realer when it went live that you know, we're always, like, maybe more for girls too. It's like, oh, you look so cute. Like, oh my God, love your outfit. Like those surface level comments are great. Don't get me wrong. But it was finally kind of like diving into hearing them be like, we're really proud of you. This is really inspirational. You're going to help somebody. I think that is when it kind of hit me. I was, I was sitting in my roommate's room actually. And I was talking to two of them and they were like, you're, you're doing it. Like, this is real. And I was like, it, just in that moment was really overwhelming with emotion. I was like, yeah. Like, it's, it's happened it's live like this is a it's going it's wrong. Wrong. um so I think that if I could pinpoint a moment it would be that but I've had a few people message me be like hey my friend was on here like this really helped me I hope you realize that people are talking about this that don't know you or you don't know them and like you are impacting people whether you can see it or not um I think that is just the most rewarding feeling that was the goal and you know we're just gonna keep trying to do that yeah so what other schools currently have a chapter also? So I think there's seven other schools. It started at UVA, which I messed up earlier, but, um, and then it went to Georgia Tech, which they're pretty big. They do events and stuff. Um, and their team is incredible. We take a lot of, you know, their team structures and try to work it in here. Clemson, um, their page is also phenomenal, which I know Boo Tigers. <laughs> But um, Villanova's up and running. Boston College is up. Um, Arizona State just went live a few weeks ago. Boston, uh, they said Boston College. And then there's one more that I think I'm missing, which is a lot more than I like thought at first. I know. And there, there are six other chapters that are still in the works and are trying to get up and running. Um, and so it's just cool to also connect with people literally all across the nation. Yeah, you connect with like the other members of the other chapters? Yeah, so Alexandra kind of has her board of people too from UVA. And even though they've graduated, they still kind of facilitate our group chat with all the other chapter presidents and mm -hmm. advisors. And it, there's a whole network and, you know, they're, they've got big plans for the future, which is really cool to see. But it, I think it was just really fun being in the middle of that wave. Like we were the fifth chapter, so we kind of brought on this new wave of chapters and it was fun seeing the organization literally double in size in a month. Yeah. And just knowing that not only are you making a difference on our campus, but 
this is causing other campuses to do the same thing. That's so cool. No, it's it's been surreal. And, you know, talking to other presidents, taking ideas from them, bouncing off and kind of wondering how we could all grow it together has been really phenomenal. That's like a whole like separate community that you kind of yeah, have made yeah. through all this. That's so great. So what kind of, I know you touched, and I don't know if you know like in detail, but the events that um, like the bigger chapters kind of put on, what are those like? Yeah, so UVA has done a couple of pairings with different organizations and they'll do kind of um, like a sponsorship, if you will. So they'll get a series of letters from say three or four members of this club and then they'll do a feature on the website and then that club will host kind of an or like a, it can be anything like a bake sale, a pie, pie person, whatever those things are. Um, a few different things. I know Georgia Tech, they put on, they have like a lot of lawns that are available for student usage. So they do like mini concert series on the lawn, oh, they're cool. Um, but a lot of it comes from pairing with other organizations, just, you know, the more the merrier, but also it helps get our name out there. Cause I think we're still on the smaller side when you compare us to something like student government or Greek life. Um, so just getting more people involved, I would yeah. say those kind of the root of those events. So for people who are like really like love this, like love the letters and want to help kind of like on the other side, like your side, what would you say to like those people? Definitely just DM us. We're always open to bring on more people into the table, email us um, or email and Instagram or post everywhere. It's just if you're reading this U of SC, we're going to start trying to be more on campus and put a little bit more of a physical presence there once we kind of get the ball rolling. But just being open, contacting us, we're always here. It's right now a team of about five of us that are always on the email, always on our phones. So just being open, being open to reach out and not hesitating, I would say. We're really approachable. We love talking to people, obviously. So. <laughs> obviously, it's people who are there to talk. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and for people who are interested in writing a letter, so they email you guys or what what's like kind of like the detailed process of that a few options they can email us um their letters straight away but we have a, sub, a submit tab on our website <clears throat> and you go through you put your information in there's like the body paragraph you put your letter in you know like if you're an author contact and you want people to reach out to you after we post your letter that's an option um you schedule your like 10 to 15 minute photography session with our photographer and She'll meet you somewhere around Columbia and take your portrait. And she's phenomenal. Love her. She's very talented. Um, and it's just kind of like, we want people to like not hesitate if they want to submit a letter, but they're nervous. We encourage them just to talk to us, email us again, that whole thing. Um, and, you know, we're here to help if people want to write letters but need help. We're also on, on board for that. We've got editors for that. Um, and if, you know, I, I, there's, there's a lot to talk about for a lot of people, I think, and sometimes it can get hard to kind of just pinpoint it into, you know, a couple hundred words, mm -hmm. but um, we just want people to really be vulnerable and reach out, and if they want it, to, we, the whole goal is that it's not anonymous, which is the only kind of caveat to that, I would say, is that we want their face on the website, we want their first name, we want people to know who they are, and, you know, be bold and take that first step, and be open and just tell people like hey this is who I am this is what my story is about like if you can relate let's talk or hopefully this helps what was your kind of thought process as you wrote your letter especially being like you were the first one on our chapters right so what was your kind of thought process behind that 
I had a lot of help um, just kind of talking with Alexandra about it. And I was like, I don't know if I should post it first. It kind of feels like I'm, I don't want to take like any limelight from anybody else. She's like, well, you could see it as putting it where, like putting your money where your mouth is. Like if you're asking other people to be vulnerable, you do it too. And I was like, well, yeah, probably <laughs> helps. Um, I think I just kind of sat down one day and cranked it out. I, I wasn't intending to post it originally I was like I I'm just gonna hang on to this one and see what happens but you know I kept coming back to it and tweaking it and thinking about it and I was like I mean it's my story it's how I came to college I didn't really want to do anything I wanted an in and out experience you know get my degree get my friends four best years of your life yada yada um you know and then a year and a half of it COVID um and coming back this fall I was just we were just sitting I was like what am I going to do? Like, I have all these plans for after college. I had all these plans before, like that, what, what now that I can put in my senior year, that's going to make it memorable. That's going to make it important. And in high school, I kind of reflected that same idea. Like people could come talk to me, but I didn't know what I was doing. And so I'd always be like, Oh, you can come talk to me. Like I'm a shoulder to lean on, like whatever. I had no idea how to help anybody. I was a, a kid in high school. I didn't know anybody. Um, and I, you know, coming to college, met a lot of people that struggled with things they didn't deserve um, and things got a lot more realistic for me. It's not, that's not sunshine and rainbows for everybody. And, you know, if I wanted to be there for people the way I had always told myself to be, I had to learn how to do it the right way and do it in a way that would actually mean something to somebody else. And it's not, it's not just texting somebody like, you got it today. It's like, hey, let's talk. Like, what's going on? Are you okay? Um, and I'm, I get sad because, you know, we hear about other students, you know, who go through these terrible experiences and end up taking their own life and that, you know, I just sit here and I was like, did anybody check in on them? Was there anybody there for them? Like, we don't, a lot of times we don't know who, like, who this happens to, but we don't know who's struggling. That was kind of the whole point of what my letter was. It's like, yeah, I can help somebody, but how can I, like, I can't help everybody, but maybe we could put something forward that could reach more people and I think you just never know who what someone's going through um and a lot of times it's just knowing that you're you've got a friend in a corner somewhere rooting for you whether you know them or not um and I think that was just a big inspiration in my letters the people that have been there for me and how could I reciprocate that into other people that I don't know I think that's so great so like empowering like hearing you speak about this and like how your friend said I am so proud of you I don't don't really know you that well but I think it's so great everyone talks all the time like yeah I'm here for you I'm here for you but you really like need to especially with everything that everyone has been through the past year and a half people have been through so much more personally that you don't know behind that so really like actually checking in on your friends like talking to people yeah. it's more than letting them know you're here but like showing them that you're here and I feel like this is a great way to show people like I am I am here I am here to talk to them yeah and I would say for our authors too um I think they've experienced similar things like that to where a lot like they posted their letter and you know maybe one of their friends didn't think that they were someone they could come talk to and now they have and so it's not again it's not about me it's not about the person next door it's about everybody knowing that at the end of the day, like you can talk to somebody, there is an open avenue and we're just trying to be a little bit more of a catalyst to open those doors for those people who don't feel like they can speak up. 
what advice would you maybe say if to like any students you know that any students that are listening that maybe like struggling with like mental health or making friends or just like feeling kind of like alone on campus? I would say that a lot of times those things, as much as they're tough to get through, I think they're intentional. And I think that low points define the high points. And I don't think people can go through life without being battered and bruised a little bit, as like bad as that sounds. Um, you don't grow, you don't change if you don't go through hard times. And that's not like the most positive outlook on that. But, you know, hard times do end. People do get through it. People are there for people for a reason. There's resources on campus for a reason. Um, and on the flip side of that, I think a lot of times you get out what you put in. I think college, it's a whole new world for a lot of people. It was for me. I grew up going to a super small school my whole life. I didn't know who I was or who I wanted to be. I still don't. But I think just getting involved, putting yourself out there and kind of adopting the mindset like, oh, you, ha you really have nothing to lose. Why not just say yes to everything? That kind of like, those mantras are what pushed me to get out of my shell and stop being shy and, you know, make friends, reach out. But I think, you know, it's just knowing that things are intentional and that hard times are there for a reason. Yeah, I think that's so great. Um, just before we wrap up real quick, I guess, is there anything else you kind of want to add? Anything you want to shout out about the chapter? Um, just probably the people that have helped along the way. We've had a lot of guys too, which I want to highlight the fact that that's, in my opinion, a rare thing for guys to share their story and be open about that because I know that can be tough. One, trying to be at a big SEC school, trying to be alpha male, that kind of vibe. Um, I think it's important that just like everybody knows that there's no race, gender, friend group, there's no category that's going to keep you from being vulnerable and like being frowned upon for that. I don't think there should be anything that defines a person that wants to share their story. Um, because at the end of the day, we're all human. We all go through experiences. And I think putting those forward is just going to help somebody else. So great. And then what is, again, you said it a couple of times, but just for anyone who wants to look it up, what is your social media? Um, our Instagram is at, if you're reading this, U of SC. And our email is, if you're reading this, at gmail.com. We're hoping to be on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn, all that stuff, probably next semester, but we wanted to hit the big ones. And so, and our website is, if you're reading this.org. And that's with all the chapters, so. Well, thank you so much. I'm just going to add a couple of things. So definitely make sure you check out their Instagram, the website. You can read the letters from all the other schools, read the ones from our school. And then if you are struggling with mental health, uh, please seek help. Talk to your friends. You can make an appointment at the university for counseling through My Health Space. You could also use the therapy assistance online program through the school. That's on the school's website, but it's also TAO which stands for Therapy Assistance Online, connect.org slash register if you want to register. And then you could also always call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273-8255 or text the National Crisis Text Line, hello, just H-E-L-L-O, -L -L to 741741. 
Thank you so much, Hedy, for coming on the podcast today. I'm really excited to see your chapter continue to grow and all the great work you guys are doing. It really is making a positive impact on campus. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.